All right, everybody. Welcome back to Up in the Air. Uh, this is our Super Bowl review, episode two. Uh, I'm Jake. I am Nick. So, Nick, the Chiefs were victorious in Super Bowl 57. They were. 38 to 35. Um, the beginning of the game was electric. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Right down the field. There was no defense anywhere. No. Which we kind of talked about, but we didn't really expect it to be a, to this magnitude. The entire game went exactly as I thought it was going to, minus, you know, I had the Eagles winning, but you know, I thought the score was going to be like 37-34, but I was one score. Well, I was oh, one, is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, that is actually what you said, isn't it? Yeah. 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 37-34 yeah. is what yeah. I, I said. said 37-34. 38-35 Chiefs, yeah. which, I mean, we're going to talk about it. Um, the Eagles sold hard. Yeah. And Huge. And I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad either. I, don't feel bad. I feel slightly bad for my brother, but other than that, I don't really feel bad. Right. I mean, I... I felt bad in the moment. I don't feel bad now. I think this was a, one of the better Super Bowls that we've had as of late. You know, both teams lived up to expectations, yeah. and Patrick Mahomes was himself last night. Yeah. Him. He was just him. He was him. Just him. Just him. Yeah. Yeah. Also himself, but him. Sorry, Justin. Your team lost. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to listen to this part. It's okay. He's not going to listen to half of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the game started off, you know, Hurts goes down the field, takes Eagles right down the field. They score. They looked like they were going to dominate the Chiefs counter. The Eagles go back down the field again, and then Hurts has that fumble. Or the Chiefs go three and out, or I don't know if they went three and out, but they punted. And... Hertz has that fumble. The Eagles look like they were going to take control. It kind of swung, and then it just kept swinging back and forth. And they really had the Chiefs' number, despite not getting to Patrick Mahomes at all. Right. They they actually literally didn't get to him. No sacks. No. First none. time I think two pressures. First time this season, I think they didn't have a sack in a game. I could be wrong, and I'm not going to look at the stats for that right now. Yeah. But that vaunted defense could not get to Patrick Mahomes, not- who was on one leg, sort of. I mean, yeah, especially with what happened during. Yeah, the game. yeah, comparatively, yeah. He uh, he could not get sacked once. He, I literally don't think he got touched. I don't think so either. I don't, it didn't even feel like for a second that, and and that's why he did what he did. Twenty one for twenty seven, one hundred. I think it was one hundred eighty two yards, yeah. three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so then I think. So they had a ten point lead at halftime. The Eagles did 24-14. Yep. Right, and at that point. Teams that led by double digits at halftime in the Super Bowl were 26-1. and one. And the only team to lose was the Falcons in <laughs> yeah. 2016. 2016. 17, 17. It was 2017 well, Super Bowl. 2016 yeah. season. Yeah. Super Bowl 51. Super Bowl 51. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, other than that, they'd always won. So, I mean, at that point, if you're an Eagles fan, you're feeling pretty good about it. You're almost positive you've got it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Um and then Mahomes comes out, and they just march right down the field. Yep. And they scored in every possession in the second half, which, by the way, that's the first time he's ever done that in his in his 94 professional starts. They That's the first time the Chiefs have scored on every single possession in the second half, which is crazy to think about with how good he's been. How good he's been his entire career? Yeah. To have that in yeah, the That's Super the only Bowl? time. Right. Yeah. Against, I think, I believe the Eagles were the number one rated pass defense. They should be. I think it I was think. a it was the third time in NFL history that the number one um, passing offense and passing defense met in the Super Bowl. I love those stats. It's cool. I yeah. love those stats like yeah. that. I saw it earlier. I wish I had written it down because I don't remember how the other two turned out. Yeah, but yeah. It, I mean, the Eagles sold. The Eagles fell. Oh, the, the pass the, the passing defense off. won. It was the it was the Bucks and the Raiders in two thousand two. 
The Raiders had the number one passing offense. The Bucks had the number one passing defense. Yep. Yep. And then I don't remember the other one. But the, the team with the best passing defense still won the other matchup. Oh, uh, Seahawks-Broncos. Oh, of course. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> Legion of Boom and Peyton Manning. Prime so Legion both of, of those were extremely one-sided. Mm-hmm. So you would think that history would favor the Eagles here, but it didn't. No. At all. No. And it, uh, I don't really feel too bad for Philly, except now they're just kind of a, a town of losers, which makes me sad for the Sixers. The past four, but, the past four championship games minus hockey have all gone through Philadelphia. Well, the, the last three have all right. lost all of them. Right. The Phillies, the MLS team, the Union, the the Union. Yep. Um, now the now the Birds, the Birds. So, you know, it's uh, it's not voting well for the Sixers, Jake. It is not. No, it's not. But we'll, we'll uh, that's a future Jake problem, future yeah. Nick problem. We'll worry about that at a different time. <laughs> um, I, I think the big takeaway here, and so as we get to the end of the game, obviously um, everyone's going to want to talk about the refereeing and the I've seen the, I've seen the a lot holding of call. Yeah. So my two my two takes are: Eagles couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. All they had, they lost the turnover differential. They had one turnover. It cost them seven points. Right, yeah. and the yep. the Chiefs did not have a turnover. Nope. That secondary couldn't stop any of their receivers. There were no interceptions thrown. None. Which and it was just a fumble, and Hurts didn't get it hit. He just dropped it. He just dropped it. Right. Yeah. It's pretty and, impressive, actually. I think. No, it was very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, what were we talking about? Oh, and then the special teams. You know, Bucker misses a field goal. That's huge. It's huge. That's huge. But the punt return by Tony, the sixty-five yard punt return, the longest in Super Bowl history. Yeah. They can't stop that. They had him in his grasp. He got out of it, and he got all the way down to the five-yard line. Mm-hmm. That's Those two plays, the fumble and the punt return, essentially gave the Chiefs 14 points. Correct. It definitely gave them seven, but essentially gave them 14. That punt return changed the, changed game, the game entirely. Oh, yeah, yes. completely. And you, you can't blame refing on that. No, and that's... No. If, was, it, if, was it a poor call? I don't know. I don't think so. Even Bradbury himself, maybe he just didn't want to get a fine. It's but completely subjective. Right. But he admitted that he grabbed him. Would I say just let him play? It's the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Right. In that situation, just let him play. But if he admitted that he did commit a foul, don't penalize. I mean, it's, t- it's you t- can't penalize the entirety of the game just because of that late situation. Sure, it might tarnish the legacy right. a little bit. but A little. You can't. You you can't let Kadarius Tony run down the field for a punt return like that, like that, yeah. and complain about the refs the next quarter. Or you literally don't stop their offense and you don't get after the quarterback, which you're historically good at getting after the quarterback. Correct. And everyone's been roast not roasting the entire Chiefs offensive line, but specifically Andrew Wiley. Correct. I don't know if you saw the stats for him and the difference because he's the only returning offensive lineman that started on their roster from the last Super Bowl. They won. That no, the one they lost. Oh, the the one last they Super, lost. the last Super okay. Bowl they played in against the Bucks. Okay, okay. He played fifty six passing snaps mm-hmm. um, in against the Bucks. Had gave up nine pressures. He played. I don't know if it was twenty six or twenty nine. I think it was twenty nine. Sure. Because he, I think he had twenty seven attempts. So it was twenty nine passing snaps this time and one pressure. Yeah. So That's he played a big improvement. Yeah, he played phenomenally, yeah. and he was supposed to be the weak link, and which we, and we didn't even bring him up in our talk, which we talked about how good the rest of Chiefs' offensive line is. They have just as many Pro Bowlers slash All Pros as the Eagles. Same amount, six, right? They had the entire. They had the same exact record. Uh, yeah, the same amount of uh, All Pros. Yeah, I was just talking about the offensive line. I know, but yeah. it's just it was. I they Fox put up a graphic. Yeah, on no, I mean TV it, yesterday. They were so it's. It was, it was neat. It was neck and neck the yeah. entire 
time leading up yeah. to it. And I think even during the game, like we talked about, it flip-flopped yeah. who had momentum, who didn't. Yeah. But once Kendarius Tony went down the field on that punt return, then the Chiefs immediately had all the momentum. I don't care if you're if the Chiefs are scoring that many times, all their possessions. Yeah. The defense couldn't stop you, them for you, without Travis Kelsey, yeah. by the way. He was silent in the yeah. second half. And then it's all you can't play because of the refs. I don't think so. You can't blame the refs if you can't stop the other team. Right. And it, sure, it's a good crutch. And is it a really, really crappy way to end the game? A hundred percent. Yep. The se- if you're an Eagles fan and that's how the season goes and you're on this ride and it's probably the most fun Eagles season probably ever. This is probably the best team period they've had. I would argue this team is better than the one that beat the Patriots. I see, well, because Jalen Hurts is better than Nick Foles. Yes. And he even... I'd say he might have even played better in this game than Nick Foles did. He played incredible. The Eagles before, did really before well. Before we give Patrick Mahomes his flowers, which we'll do in a second, yep. Jalen Hurts played unreal. He played out of his mind. If there is literally, I, and I even think this Mahomes said this, if there's any, if anyone had any doubt or there was any haters, they have nothing to say. No. He threw for 300 yards. He had three rushing touchdowns. Four, he total, set, touchdowns. He four beat, total touchdowns. He beat Jim McMahon's Super Bowl quarterback rushing record. That's hilarious that Jim McMahon had it. Yeah. That's, Jim McMahon that's had two, really funny. He had two rushing touchdowns in the 85 win. When they had 900 points. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he beat that in a loss. And the thing that I admired most about Jalen Hurts, and I kind of talked about this last week, is the person that he is mm-hmm. and the way he handled all of Absolutely. this. Yeah. I don't I, there's specifically a clip of him. It was some little girl named like Gio or something like that. She has a podcast. Apparently I don't know much about her, but apparently she's pretty well known. I love Media Week. Yeah. I love hearing all these players talk. She's on the stage and is is the last question he asked and she's asked him essentially like how do you handle something like this? And he was just like, We gotta learn from it. It's mm-hmm. a lot more in depth than that. If you haven't seen it, go Look it up. It's actually quite inspirational. He's just dealt with so much adversity on a football field in his life, yep. and he handles it with grace every time. And it's just, it's hard not to root for him. It is. It really is. As as, as terrible as Eagles fans themselves can be, he's awesome, and it's hard not to root for him. The way he handles himself, the way I've never heard anyone say a bad word about him. So just a it, just a quick shout out to him. Mm-hmm. He played out of his mind, and I think it. He did what he had to do to solidify himself, and they're going to have to pay him, and the Eagles roster is going to turn over, and it's going to be a huge change for them. Yeah. They have like 20 free agents or something have like you that. Seen the, have you seen their schedule next season? No, I mean, it's going to be crazy because they're going to play all the best teams. I looked at it. They play the AFC East, too. They should do really well. Yeah, well, they play the whole AFC East, so yeah. that's not going to be super easy. No, but they they have, I mean, everyone's surprised it's a little bit where, you know, they're they're scheduled next season. Well, they have the NFC South next year? I believe so. So, yeah, I mean, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't look too in-depth with it, no. but I just, I could, I, I read some Eagles fans' comments and non-Eagles fans' comments about, you know, the schedule next year. Yeah. And it, they yeah. they could end up back here for sure. They, they definitely can. Mm-hmm. They have to resign everybody. We don't know what's going to happen with Kelsey, but. Um, Correct. They, they played really well. The defense didn't, but the team itself, and it was, the game lived up to the hype that we were hoping it would. Yes. Um, I think that's what the NFL needed to, yep. based on, you know. I don't understand why Jason Kelsey's mom was sitting next to Roger Goodell and why DeMar Hamlin was next to her. It was, it was a really weird DeMar play. Hamlin, yeah. uh, Mama Kelsey, and Roger Goodell all sitting next to each other. Yeah, it was I, just I, a very weird look. It's a very weird, yeah. 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 It was just like very odd. It's like why why was that staged? Like was it a staged like No, the NFL would never stage anything. Yeah. 
kidding. One of my friends, one of my friends, texted a, a group chat. We have our fantasy football league group chat earlier, and he texted me. He said, "I know why Nick Sirianni was crying during the national anthem because he read the script before the game." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Let me take it." Yeah. By the way, shout out Chris Stapleton. That was an amazing. You mean ZZ Top Light? Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> I love ZZ Top yeah. um, as much as the next person. Yeah, but Chris Stapleton, he he. No, it was really good. I was great. And do we, do we want to touch on uh, the halftime show? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but can we talk about Mahomes' legacy? Absolutely. Like, what this means for him, and then yeah. we'll talk about pregnant Riri. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ramama. Ramama. Yeah. So, Mahomes now has started five seasons. He's yes. made five AFC Championship games. All at home, by the way. They're all in Kansas City. Yep. Five straight 12-1 seasons. Five straight division titles. He's made three Super Bowls. He's won two of them. Two regular season MVPs, two passing yard leaders. I believe he I also mean, has two, an offensive player of the year. An I offensive think. player. I think he won it in 2018. Also, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two time um, passing touchdown leader. Yep. And what was the other one? I was going to say. Oh, two time first team All Pro. Yes. And I think even then he has a couple sec, at least one second team All Pro. I'd mm-hmm. have to look at it. But I think the year Lamar won MVP he was also second team. I think I think he solidified he, his Hall of Fame. Changes. He's 27. He's, as a 27 year old, I think he if he retires now. Yeah. He could. He's the youngest quarterback to have two Super Bowls and two MVPs. I yes. mean, there's, it's a short list to begin with, mm-hmm. but he could easily. They're there. I mean, they're on the precipice of a dynasty. Right. Even if it's even if they don't win next year or they don't win in two years, if they win a third, if they can make four Super Bowls and win three of them in like an eight to nine year span, but they're just always in the championship game. That's a dynasty. They're always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he already has two NFL MVPs as a 27 year old. He has the same, and I'm comparing him to a legend here in Peyton Manning. Yeah. Right. Who has the record five NFL MVPs. Yep. It took Peyton until he was, what, 40 when he retired? I was like 37, 38, something like that. Late 30s to get five MVPs, two Super Bowl awards. Yeah, because he won it the year before he retired, I believe, yep. the last one, yeah. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes has the same amount of Super Bowls. And Brady didn't win his last MVP until he was like 42 or right. something. Like he was, yeah. 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 Yeah, how we're seeing longevity of quarterbacks, especially with the talent level that Patrick Mahomes has, his team might have you know fluctuations. You know, there might be you know roster turnover. Andy Reid might retire. Come Andy Reid's also better than any coach Peyton Manning ever had. Exactly. You know, Patrick Mahomes has all the talent in the world. Has he benefited from an insane scheme and? You know, a, a, a team in a city that supports him? Absolutely. Kansas City Chiefs fans are some of the best in the NFL, I think. Oh, yeah. And they have been forever. They had to go through so many dark years before all of this. As we all did. As many of our teams, as I currently am, as Jake currently is. Forever and I've always. You know, so it's tough to say, like, you know, he's only 27 years old. He could run the NFL for another. And th- we've been saying this for th- five years. 13 years. I mean, we talked about it after he won MVP in 2018 because right. he's just special. But mm-hmm. it's it's coming to fruition. Um, I saw a clip of him during – it was like a scouting combine thing. Mm. Um, they were, the Chiefs were interviewing him, actually. It was recorded. It was a clip that got tweeted out before the game. And he was just talking about how all he needs is a chance and he needs to go to the right system. And he believes that he can do anything. But he just has to – it's different. The windows are tighter. And it's just kind of, and he quote tweets it and says, like, I, I had to speak this into existence. It's just a cool, 
Oh, so do you see him hugging his dad after the game? Do you hear what his dad said to him? Yeah. His dad was like, you're different, bro. You're different. <laughs> you're different. <laughs> I haven't seen anything like you. Speaking on his dad real quick, a yeah. little, little side note. I saw something on TikTok this morning where it's like, you know, Pat Mahomes, Mets legend. Obviously. Um, you know, just a super random reliever in the MLB. For like 15 years. Imagine if there's just some other random MLB reliever who's like, you know what, I'm going to have a kid and he might, you know, win six NBA titles or, you know, he's going to be the, you know, best goalie yeah. in the NHL or something. Like a random athlete from another sport who might have an offspring that, you know, becomes the GOAT in another sport. Not saying Pat Mahomes is the GOAT. I'm not. No. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. But you're getting what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, no, like a random yeah. MLB reliever yeah. gives birth to... You know, a perennial, you know, yeah. superstar yeah. in the NFL. It's That'd be just pretty cool. So random to think about. Paul so- Seawald, his son, just becomes, <laughs> <laughs> right. just becomes the greatest point guard of all time. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> so now we can get into Riri Nick. <laughs> I love Rihanna. Me too. I I I really liked the show. It it wasn't as impressive as I thought it was gonna be. Just it the choreography was well, cool. Well she's pregnant, I get it. Right. But while I'm watching it, I mean I had a couple drinks, so I was <laughs> doing alright, but we're like sitting there watching it, I was like, Okay, I mean the songs are great, all of her songs are great. She's not moving much. The dancers were great. It wasn't like too elaborate, it was good, but mm-hmm. it wasn't as elaborate as the last like several I mean last like ten. I mean Look at the weekends year. was insane. Weekends was last I mean, year. Was last year wasn't was pretty elaborate. I mean, they had a pretty big set. Like that was like yeah. And Fifty Cent was hanging upside hanging down, upside down from the ceiling. Yeah, right. You could see every one of his wrinkles just go the other way. When they played all of the lights, I yeah. was like, oh god. Yeah, no, and oh god. And then, <laughs> and then, and then like, he did. Then they did. Her? Then they did run this town <laughs> yeah. immediately afterwards. And I was like, is Kanye gonna show up? Is he like? Was the, the was the plan to have Kanye show up at some time? And then he was just like, I love Hitler, and they're like, well, sorry, yay, not today. Yeah, I I don't know. He, I think he's been way too controversial for a while, so probably not. But I, I thought for a second. I was like, okay, all of the lights. This is just a chorus that she sings. It's yeah. not her song at all. No. When they, and then run this town. I was like, that's also not her. Nope. No way Jay Z comes out. He just went out with Beyonce. He's not going to show up with Rihanna too. Nope. But yeah, it would be I, cool if he did. I really liked it. However, I think there was a lot of like on Twitter specifically. Yeah. I was scrolling through it, and they were like, oh my god, this is the best show ever. Eh. I wouldn't say it was the best show ever. It's it just. It's just a reminder that Rihanna has more hits than Pete Rose, and like everything she puts out, you just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everything she puts out, you're like, oh yeah, that's right, that was a monstrous hit at some year in the last fifteen years. Uh-huh. And she, she doesn't need to release new music. Anymore. No, and she didn't even do any of her like initial songs. No, no, yeah, like for, I, when her first album, this is all just recent stuff. Yep. She didn't take. She didn't play Take a Bow. No, I'm, I'm saying she did. I yeah. love that song. Mm-hmm. I also didn't think they were going to start with Bitch Better Have My Money because I didn't think she was just going to start off with her first song, her first word being bitch. I love it. But they did. It was great. What a great way to also announce a pregnancy. Yeah. Like, congratulations Just, just like, her. let me just slightly like, show it and everyone be like, she's pregnant. <gasps> oh and then God. everyone get angry at everyone saying she's pregnant. It's like, how dare you talk about a woman that way? It's like, well, no, actually, she was No, pregnant. actually, she like yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Legitimately. Leave your preconceptions out the door. Um, I also liked how she had, like plugged her makeup company while she was... In the middle of her show, she did. I was, yeah, she like she redid her makeup while looking in the camera, I think, or something. I must have missed that. Yeah, she, yeah. uh, yeah, I was at, 
I was at a party yesterday, and there were some, you know, middle-aged, sick brag, older, older men there. Yeah. Who were like, what, 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 what is this halftime show? What is going on? And I had to explain to them like who Rihanna was. Yeah. She, My dad told me Rihanna sucks, and I was like, "How dare you? How dare sir? you? Yeah, like I get it. Like it's it might not be your cup of tea, but like she does not suck. No, she's very talented, and you know, credit to her also on the business side of things. Like I told her, I told everyone that she was a billionaire, which she is. And they she were is. Like, oh, oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, better than Beyonce. Savage on every level. Savage Fenty, her makeup company, just. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. She was very smart with how she did. Can she, we? Can I? Can I have, give one critique? Mm-hmm. With her hair, she kind of looked like she belonged in Whoville. With like the promos? No, no, like it, during the actual show, oh. like the way it looked. Oh, kind of looked like a Whoville character. I would argue that like the, but she the looked promos, great. Promos, yeah, yeah, the promos were pet. Promos were like, yeah. I could tell Whoville there. But I don't know anything about fashion either, so um, not actually judging. Just more of trying to make a joke here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think she looked good. I think the song choices were great, minus yeah. a couple of missions that I wish were there. Um, but she has so ASAP many hits. There. Who? ASAP. ASAP Rocky? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I didn't see him. I mean, why wouldn't he be there? Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that, that's yeah. yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Baby Daddy, right why, there. She needs to make a song with him. She does. What he should have done is sang Kanye's parts. The, yeah. <laughs> he just shows up. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, just like one ASAP song in there would have been yeah. sweet. But just uh, not 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 a effing problem. So uh-huh. Like any other song. <laughs> any other song that you can think of, right? Goldie? Yeah. <laughs> should, he should have done one train and he should have brought out everyone, all 32 rappers that are on that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm I'm glad, you know the show went well. I think it was nice to get back to just one performer, because like yeah, last, last, year was, last year I mean the, everyone there was great. I have way too much ADHD for all of those artists. Right. Give me one, you know, and just banger. I could have done I could have done fine with Dre, Snoop, and uh, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Give me those three. Boom. Done. How dare you omit Eminem, sir? We can have problems, Jay. If you don't want to watch Eminem, yeah, we're gonna have lots of problems. Well, I do, but like. When when are you gonna see Mary J. Blige? Never, right? Exactly, because I don't care. Okay, well I care. All right. More than Eminem? No. What are we talking about here? I'm just saying Mary J. Blige makes more sense given the situation. Incorrect. Eminem isn't from L.A. Doesn't matter. It does. Nuh-uh. It was a whole celebration. Of he basically it. is Dr. Dre. Okay, he, but Dr. No. Dre found Eminem. Yeah, and Mary J. Blige just you know. <laughs> is she from LA, Nick? Probably. Uh, do you even know? I'm assuming. Okay. <laughs> Everyone besides Eminem was. Is Fifty Cent from LA? No. But see, I didn't. I didn't mention him earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mention him. Yeah, that's fair. You know? That's fair. So, all right. So pivoting off the NFL, we talk. We'll are off the Super Bowl. We can talk about the NFL honors and also the Hall of Fame, which yep. I guess is technically part of the NFL honors. Yeah, uh, Devin Hester should be in the Hall of Fame, well, and he isn't, and I'm mad. He's got time. He does. He'll get in the senior committee thing, just like but all next, the But next year, did. he's going to have tougher time, because isn't uh, Peyton Manning and all them? Peyton like, Manning's already in. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, Drew Brees? Uh, Luke Keekley is eligible next year, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Oh yeah. yeah, he might have. He might Reggie have Wayne still hasn't gotten in. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about this year's class. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which so first and foremost, uh, Darrell Revis, Darrell the Revis. actual goat. I'm repping him right now for those of you that'll see this. I 
Darrell Revis is the first um, first ballot Hall of Famer the Jets have ever had in their history. Correct. Which is kind of crazy, but also not really because they only they've only had I think it's eight actual like majority players from the Jets like that played most of their career there. There's lots of players that like have ties. Keyshawn in the in the Hall of Fame. No, 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 not he didn't so play it's, enough. There's there's Namath, Don Maynard, uh, and Curtis Martin, and then Weeb Eubank are like the most notable ones. Although, okay, yep. And even that, they all went till at least Curtis Martin was on his second try, Namath was on his fifth try, Maynard was on like his eighth or something like that, and even Weeb Eubank, who's probably the best coach at the time, not named Vince Lombardi, because he won all his championships with the Colts before he went to the Jets yeah. in the fifties, mm-hmm. uh, before Don Shula took over, he was like on his third try too. So it's just. It's cool. Um, it's a little, it's it's really he Darrell Revis epitomizes like my childhood. Yeah, like he was the Jets then. Uh huh. With Rex Ryan and absolutely. Um, well, Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez amongst other people. Um, and his 2009 season is still probably the most impressive. Was Eric Decker on that team? Uh, no. Randall, was he a little bit later? Yes. Yeah. Was he? He was on there post Peyton Manning. He was like Fitzpatrick, fifteen, sure. sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Brandon Marshall, Jets. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Marshall, Eric. Yeah, Decker, yeah. No, their receivers yeah. were Santonio Holmes, Plexico Burris, uh, Jeremy Curley. Nice. Brad Smith. Oh, dude. Do you remember Brad Smith? I yeah. Yeah, he used to. He played some quarterback. He uh-huh. played some running back. He did kick returns. Anyways. So, I mean, Revis obviously deserved it. Yes. I don't think there's any doubt that he's a top 10 to 15 corner ever. Yeah, and at his, at, at his peak, I don't know if there's anyone better than him outside of uh, maybe Deion Sanders. He can wear that jacket on his island forever. Now. Yeah, and it's he – exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he has an island named after him. Yep. Um, Joe Thomas. Yeah. Um, his first, first chance, which is well-deserved. Joe well, Thomas, one of the best left tackles of all time. I wish he left Cleveland. At some point. I respect the I respect hell out of the him fact staying that he there. Um, but man, as an offensive line, he is just—it's so pure, and he's such a freak athlete, and he was just so dominant at yeah. all times. You see him and now? He was a joy. To, yeah, he's skinny as hell. He lost all that weight well, because he's a freak. He's not skinny. He went into—I mean, he's, he's compared cut. to what he was. Yeah. Well, compared to what he was, yeah, he lost skinny, a bunch of weight. I don't know if skinny is the right word, but he lost cut. a bunch of weight. Skinnier. Yeah. Yeah. He's built. I mean, he deserved it. Um, the one that I like the most about it, um, Zach Thomas. Yeah. Zach Thomas was an absolute machine at middle linebacker for a while for some very average Dolphins teams. Demarcus Ware got in. Demarcus Ware, yeah. well-deserved. Well-deserved. Uh, he was the most dominant pass rusher for probably a five- to six-year span, and then even then he was top five for, I mean, even into the Broncos years. He was a dominant pass rusher opposite of Von Miller. He he definitely deserved it. Yeah. And then who's the fifth modern era one I missed? I can't remember. Rondé Barber. Oh, yeah. Adam Rondé Schefter. Barber. That's... Eh. I agree. Rondé Barber was good, but... It, and he's the, he's the Buccaneers' all-time leader in interceptions with 47. It's not that he doesn't deserve it. It's just... And, and I guess at some point you have to put him in, but it's like Reggie Wayne hasn't gotten in yet. Patrick Willis hasn't gotten in yet. There's so many players... Still in that semifinalist list that I personally would take over Rondé Barber, but I also don't remember Rondé Barber playing too much, so I can't say for certain that he doesn't deserve it because he was very good. I'm looking on NFL.com right now, and here's what they have to say about Rondé Barber. He's the only player with more than 40 interceptions and 25 sacks in his NFL career. He led Buccaneers 
team history in 47 interceptions and defensive touchdowns with 12. Just on he the had 12 defensive touchdowns? Just on the Bucks. But he didn't play, did he play for another team? I think so. I mean, okay, so I'm, no, thinking, I'm, th- I'm thinking of his brother. Yeah, Tiki. He played yeah. for the Giants. When you put it that way, um, I guess he, I mean, it's not He's that a, he doesn't deserve it. It was just kind of like right. there's all these other players, and it's maybe it's just because I've seen those players more. We, we never really got the chance to see Rondé Barber in his prime. Like, yeah. Let me continue. He won the Super Bowl in 2002. Yep. He was a member of the 2000s All-Decade team. He was a five-time Pro Bowler and a three-time first-team All-Pro. Okay, so, yeah. Three. That's three. That's kind of where we're at too. Is Rondé stood out as one of just two players since the turn of the millennium, with more than one thousand tackles and forty interceptions. He joins uh, Charles Woodson. Okay. Well, when you put it that way, yeah. No, I mean, he, I know he was very good. I guess maybe I just he doesn't get enough respect, and he's just kind of quietly that good. And he also that defense he played on. How many how many Hall of Famers is that now? John Lynch, Derek Brooks. John Lynch is well. Uh, John, is, uh, John Lynch, Derek Brooks, is Sap on there, yeah. Warren Sap, yeah. Did book, yeah. Booger McFarland played, but he's not Hall of Famer. He's not Hall of Famer. No. no. I mean, Simeon Rice. He might get in with nah. media. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Simeon Rice, Simeon borderline Rice. Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah, I mean that defense. This was loaded. his sixth year of eligibility. So no, he, so that's he's what I mean. Waited for a while. No, and I get that, and that makes sense. I just, I mean, I mean, and. But Steve Smith hasn't gotten in yet. No. And Reggie Wayne hasn't gotten in yet. But I also understand, like, I think they have Andre Johnson hasn't year. gotten in. It's just like... Well, next year, isn't next year his first... No, no, he was eligible this year. Was this his first year yeah. being eligible? Yeah, but I mean, it's, but like, I watched those guys play. They were good, but maybe it's just the way the league is now where it's like, we, we have to figure out a way to backlog these receivers. Right. And then I believe there was three senior inductees, there right? Th- three senior. There Joe was, Klecko, another Jet. There was Don Coriel. Okay, so four, because there was a coach, Don Coriel, Eric Coriel, the, uh, the, yep. uh, Chuck Howley. Chuck Howley. Who I believe yep. was a Super Bowl MVP, the Cowboys. Chuck Howley, one of the Cowboys' first stars. Yep. Um, he was he was First round pick by the Bears in 1958. He spent 13 seasons in Dallas. Um, he was a first. He was a five-team, first-team All-Pro and six-time yeah. Pro Bowler and won Super Bowl six. I think he was MVP he in was, that game. He was being named Super Bowl MVP of a game the Cowboys lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one uh, Super Bowl five yes. to the Colts. When he when they lost to the Colts, he yep. was named MVP yep. on the losing team. He's still the only player to ever do that. Yep. Um, yep. Joe Klecko, Joe Jets Klecko, legend, uh, yeah. nose tag. I th- the New York Sack Exchange. New York Sack Exchange, yep. Uh, Marty Lyons, Mark Gastineau, and I can't remember the other guy's name. It's going to bother me. I can't Ken remember. Ken Riley. Ken Riley, Bengals corner. He was the what one of the other. Original Bengals. He's yeah. the second Bengals player in the Hall of Fame. There's Anthony Munoz. Now there's Ken Riley. Now there's Ken Riley. Yeah. yeah. Is Paul Brown in the Hall of Fame? He has to be, right? I'm assuming he so, has I mean, to he, be. So, I mean, he's in it for an owner, but he, Anthony Munoz was the only Bengals player. player in the Hall of Fame before then. And Ken Riley, Ken Riley was the other um, Ring of Honor member that the Bengals did when they started theirs. It was him and Munoz. It's it's cool. I, I think he's like fourth all-time in interceptions or something like that. Like he had a bunch I think he had 13 in a year. This is all just off the cuff. I don't know these are facts. We're just going to pretend they are. I mean, they could be. I mean, he had a lot. He's top 10 all-time in interceptions. He was unreal. The Bengals just sucked. Yeah. I mean, they had made a couple Super Bowls during those runs. But, but after his time. No, he played in the 80s. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, they were in the 90s, though. Those no, those uh, 81 and 88. I thought it was 91. No, 81. Oh. 81 and 88. Yeah, you're right. They lost the Niners one. Boomer was like 81. Or Ken Anderson was in the early '80s. Boomers in the late '80s. So yeah, I mean it's a, it's a cool class. It's a lot. Nine is a lot for the NFL. It is. Um, but I, it's. I think having three coaches. Yeah. Helps. One coach. 
or one coach, but the senior players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be fun. I might even make my way down. Revis is probably my second favorite Jet of all time. Nick Mangold will always hold a special place in my heart. Interesting, but yeah. Um, but this is only. I mean. This is only the second. It's only gonna be the second one I actually care about. When Kevin Mawai went in, I cared a lot. That was awesome. He was the first. Like, I watched him play my position. Like that was the first. I picked sixty eight in college because of Kevin Mawai. He meant like watching him when I was really young was awesome, and I learned a lot from him. And then transitioned to Mangold. But I mean, Revis is just. He's one of the best. Well, when there's no there's nothing for me to root for all these years, and he gave us something to root for, and he was awesome, and it's. I, they're all well deserved. The Hall of Fame thing is just cool. I think people throw around the Hall of Fame too liberally. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. Where you know, can you say Patrick Mahomes was probably going to be in the Hall of Fame now? Yes. Well, it's 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 shifted. Terrell Davis kind of shifted all that. Yes. Terrell Davis was so dominant for six to seven years that he didn't get in, and then they're like, "Well, we have to put him in because he was that good and that important." To a lot of it too is about what you mean to the history of football. That's exactly right. You the can't see that you leave behind for the game. Yeah. Is what you did on the field, and then the the, the who's the pre, uh, Baker, uh, David Baker, David Baker. It's not him anymore. It's someone else. I know, but yeah. he how you always used to say it was like we're gonna you you safeguarded the legacy of the game. Now yeah. it's our turn to safeguard your legacy. Yeah, I, I love done. that man. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's exactly what it is. And these guys all have now. Don Coryell didn't win anything. They didn't actually. They made one Super Bowl, but the, and they didn't really do anything. But he changed football. Yep. And all of these players changed football in their own way, mm-hmm. and it's just—I uh, love I love the NFL Hall of Fame. I yeah. just do. Yeah, I think it's better than most. Yeah, in terms of you know, legacy and safeguarding and all that. I would agree. So continuing on the legacy of it, Nick, um, we'll talk about the rest of the awards real quick. NFL honors. Yep, NFL right. honors. Um, offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson, yep. well deserved. I, I, I'm really glad that the receivers are starting to get their flowers. Because they're so important to the game now, and they're actually winning Offensive Player of the Year. And I think Jefferson got MVP votes, if I'm not mistaken. You know who else got an MVP vote? Who? Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Well, they're doing it like uh, NBA MLB style. Yes. Where you actually get a point system. So if he's fifth, he gets points and he gets He votes. got one fifth place yeah. vote, which right. is more than Aaron Rodgers got this year. That's awesome. I love it. That's terrific. I love it so much. I mean, he, just, he deserved it more than Aaron Rodgers did this year. For, I mean, what yeah. happened this year, yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Justin so, Jefferson, best wide receiver in the league. And he had the arguably one of the best seasons ever. He had one I mean, of the he, best It wasn't quite as good as Cooper ever. Cups last year, but, I mean, he dominated week in and week out. And right. He is the reason the Vikings were where they were at. Uh-huh. Yeah, Their the Vikings were so bad. the Vikings were frauds this year. Yeah, minus Justin Jefferson. Yeah, so, and it's it's not hard for me to say that as a Bears fan, as someone who played him twice, to notice how, you know, how good at the game he is. Especially when the Bears corners are that bad. Well, all right, buddy. <laughs> he, he did pretty well against uh, Jalen Johnson. Now he's he's solid, so. but the rest of their secondary. They were hurt. Yeah. <laughs> The entirety of our team was hurt this year, so I don't want to hear it, all right? I want to see Justin Jefferson two years from now when his entire team gets blown up. Yeah, he'll still be good. He's he, twenty. He, he's still going to be he's good. 24, 24? Know, but he's not going to win anything on the Vikings, minus like, well, these NFL honor awards. That's right. No one does. Literally, no one ever has. They've never won anything. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that was well-deserved. Uh, Nick Bosa, well-deserved defense play defense of the year. Defense play of the year. The, have you, did you see how every, like, NFL insider, reporter, whatever, was like, Michael Parsons didn't get a f- 
defensive player of the year vote, and he's mad. They they're they're making stuff with Michael Parsons out of nothing. I think he's just well, he tweeted about it. He's like, right. say less, but and they're but literally, I follow like fifteen of them. They all were like Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons. Why do Nick Bosa was by far the best defensive player this year? This year, yes, and he got forty six of the fifty votes. Is there's Michael only Parsons first good? place votes. That's it. It's right. only first place votes. Yep. Hassan Reddick got two. He was second in the league in sacks mm-hmm. behind Nick Bosa and had a much better year on a better team. Yep. Not that the Cowboys stunk. But the Eagles were much better. Yes. He was the best pass rusher on the best pass rushing team in the NFL. Michael Parsons is an award winner before already. Yeah. Does his word have merit? Sure. But I think just NFL media is just making everything he said this year out of like to nothing. Chris Jones got a first place vote. Yeah. More sacks. Better. Better team. More impactful. Not that Michael Parsons isn't impactful, but it's like it's just it's the same thing as like Russell Wilson hasn't got an MVP vote. It's like, okay, but he can be a top five defensive player, I but it's only saying. first place vote. It, it, and I'm kind of talking about it more than you do. It just bugged me. I, I get it. It's like we make these stories out of nothing for no reason. Right. And, you know, does Michael Parsons, you know, he's chirp, he chirps a little bit. Yeah. You know, when the, before they played the Eagles, um, like it was like two weeks before, and the Eagles mm-hmm. were like, oh, we're worried about our game next week. Yeah. And then the Cowboys. He also didn't do much in the last four or five games. No. Like, and he got on the stretch. He got and that, that matters. It you fade away. Am I kind of defending Michael Parsons a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's not that I he's not talented. So. It's just no. Like he won it last year. He he was the defensive player of the year last year. No, he wasn't. T.J. Watt was rookie of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. I meant rookie of the year. Yeah, no, well, yeah, and he would deserve that, and he deserved yeah. votes then too mm-hmm. for defensive player of the year. But I just think NFL media makes everything that he says out to nothing. Like, like they just blow it up. Everyone makes a big deal out of everything without so. proportion. And I just saw it, and I I had to say something because it was bugging me. Sure. Um, the Jets swept the rookie of the year, which is also deserved. That was know, awesome. A lot of Bills fans are not excited about that. Why? Because the Jets have both of them. Yeah. I mean. They deserved it. They did. Sauce Gardner is by far the best rookie defensive well, player. I don't know. That guy from Seattle was pretty good. Tariq Woolen? Yeah. Yeah, but the interceptions don't always equate to... I mean, he was good. It's not that he stunk, yeah. but interceptions don't always equate to I good agree coverage. that Sauce should have won the award, and I'm glad he did. Did he get away with a little bit early in the season How when it comes you? to P.I.? I, I think so. How dare you? I will say it till the end of time. How dare you? But he still won the award, Jake. Yeah, but how dare you? I'm going to dare. Where do you get off? What? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, and then uh, Garrett Wilson won Offensive Rookie of the Year, which Brees Hall would have won if he didn't get injured, anyways. So I guess we're gonna get that regardless. Yep. Um, and none of the quarterbacks were good enough, and he deserved it. He had a thousand yards, and he was when Zach Wilson wasn't the quarterback, he dominated every game. Maybe not dominated, but he was impactful and was 70, 80, 90 every game. I mean, he had one hundred and ten yards with Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. He was that was, that Cleveland game? Yeah. 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 Uh, he he was a huge part of the – he made their offense hum after Brees Hall was gone. Mm-hmm. Without him, they – I mean, they didn't really have an offense to begin the with. The Jets but, were obviously rushing yeah. the entire first half of the season. Yeah. Before Brees Hall went down, that was their entire game plan. Yeah. to run the ball, occasionally throw, and Zach Wilson couldn't do that even. But No. Um, no, he could throw, just not to his teammates. I mean, they went and got James Robinson – he didn't even play, but he didn't even play. Yeah, right. Zonovan so Knight. you had to you had to rely on you know Zonovan Knight and what Michael Carter. Yeah, as your running game. So they the Jets had to throw more, and they got yep. they got punished for it. But yeah, so those were both well deserved. And then I think uh, the coach of the year was Brian Dable, which I agree. I also agree with that. I was agree. pretty obvious. Yep. Um, Comeback player was Geno. 
Yep, which also I agree with. Yep. Even though it's not an injury, he definitely deserved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's no one coming off like a significant injury that really deserved that. No. Um, I don't even know who the other nominees were. I don't that. either, honestly. I couldn't tell you. I can't remember who the other nominees were. It um, just makes then, sense to give it to Gino. And then Wallet Peyton Man of the Year was... Dak uh, Prescott. Dak Prescott, which, by the way, all the Eagles fans there just booing the hell out of him as he got his award is so Philly and Kinda it's classless. so funny. It, it's 100% classless. Yeah. It's funny in the sense that it's exactly what you expect. It's what you'd expect. I just yeah. think timing is... I, there's definitely time I mean, like, for Eagles fans to chirp. Let me finish. I think yeah. there's definitely time for Eagles fans to chirp any Cowboys player. But, you know, what Dak Prescott has done in regards to, you know, advocating for mental health and the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award is arguably the most respected award in the NFL. Probably in professional sports. Yes. Like if you are a Walton, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner, you mean something across the entire echelon of professional athletics. And, you know, getting booed while you're trying to get your, you know, award didn't really sit right with me. I thought it was hilarious. Well, that's, all, that's <laughs> that, that 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 makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's just. It's important. It's good that he won it. It's 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 an important award, and winning it is a huge honor. But it's just those are those are football fans. Mm-hmm. That that that's the epitome of NFL fans and football fans because most of them, myself included, are just meatheads. Right. And that's just it's what it is. What it is. And the hate right. is, the hate is always going to be there. And it's maybe not the perfect time to do it, but you expect nothing less. And no one no. says Philadelphia has class, so it's not like it's a. And I guarantee you, if Jalen Hurts walks up there and wins that award, and they're pl- and the Cowboys are playing in the Super Bowl, and the roles are reversed, the same thing. Same happens. thing. It's just how right. it, it, it. I beg. I'm. I mean, I'm not expecting an answer, right? Yeah. But I'm just begging the question. Does it have to be that way? But we can move. Uh, on does there. it have to be? No, but it probably always will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's fan hatred. Right. Yeah. You know. But time and place, I would argue. Time and place. But and then MVP, Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Which we we touched on earlier. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean that one was a no doubter too. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know if Jalen Hurts didn't go down with his injury after the Bears, it would have been much different. It would have been closer. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen did not have a chance. Uh, I think the elbow actually bothered him. Yes. The elbow injury against the Jets. I don't think he ever fully. I don't think he ever fully recovered no. from that. Yeah. I think that. I think that affected his game more and more than people either realized yeah. or wanted to admit. Even if it's just partially a mental thing. Right. That maybe he healed fully, but it's like he couldn't get his full confidence it's back. Just, we'll never know, but we'll never know. It's all speculation. And, you know, the Bills definitely could not they didn't need that to happen to them. You know, having a quarterback with a mental injury. Yeah. You know, and a physical one with his elbow. And then an offensive coordinator that tries to play hero ball with an injured and mentally Difficult quarterback for the latter half of the season. Yeah. You know, it, you don't like Ken Dorsey. I don't like Ken Dorsey. Okay, me neither. <laughs> and you know, looking from the outside in, from a not a Bills fan perspective, um, he sabotaged that team along with Leslie Frazier and even Sean McDermott. I think Sean McDermott is overrated. <laughs> We're gonna go into Bills talk. <laughs> we don't have to. Yeah. Nah. It. It's an unpopular opinion around here. Yes. Around right. where we are. It's definitely an unpopular opinion. Although I think a lot of Bills fans are turning... that They have like expectations out of nowhere. Yeah. So now they're just turning this corner where... It's tough with that new stadium. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, yeah, so... 
I liked the NFL honors. Uh, I think it's cool to do an award and they give them a... It's much better than it used to be. I wish the players were more, you know, proactive about it. If you looked at, like, a lot of their faces... I mean, there were some out there that obviously enjoyed themselves. Like, J.J. Watt always has a good time, especially after he retired this year. Yeah. But there were some, like, they just did not want to be there. Well, I mean, you show up in your third place in MVP and you're sitting next to... I mean, who, who was third? I don't remember who it was. I don't remember. But, like... They're not going to win. No. And the person that's actually there, I, was Mahomes actually there to accept it? No. Nope. He was in Arizona. But they didn't do it in Arizona? I don't know if they did or not. I thought they always did it where the Super Bowl is. I don't know. Because they did the Hall of the Hall of Famers were in Arizona. They put them up in a hotel and they... Oh. Then yeah, they probably were I there, think... I, I thought they were. Because yeah. everything... I mean, it would be dumb of the... I mean, because the pe- media people are... They can't split them. The day before the Super Bowl, you can't fly them back down to Arizona. No. So I, I'd assume it's in the same place. I mean, it probably was. Yeah. I just didn't really pay attention. I mean, I, I still, they, they have no reason to go. You can't go and accept an award when you're trying to win a Super Bowl. No. Yeah. No, absolutely yeah. not. Um, but I just wish more players were, you know, more enthusiastic about the NFL honors. Because, like, it's entirely their thing. It you is, know, but it's at the all same time. for them. It sucks because, you know, like Jamar Chase, he was up there presenting Offensive Player of the Year to yeah. uh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Or, like, Moment of the Year yeah. or something. Yeah. And you could just tell he was like, I would rather be getting ready but, to play tomorrow. But can you blame him? No. No, you can't. That's the difference between, like, if you if you go to the Grammys or the Oscars, it's like, these people make these things. This is their Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. All these players playing just want to be in the Super Bowl. The awards don't matter to most of them. No. And the ones that do, uh, where if that's actually, I mean, the awards matter to all of them, I'm sure. Like, it's a cool thing to be recognized because you're voted on by the media and it's people that watch and are close to the game and a part of it. Um, but it's just, it's it's not that important in the grand scheme of things outside of your legacy. It's not. And that's important, though, with the NFL specifically. Legacy is everything. You know, being no, it is. The fraternity aspect of it. And, I mean, think about it like this, Jake. If you are watching it, it's just as a casual fan. I would argue that you and I are not casual fans. Right. We are more than that. Yeah. Casual fans who just so happen to turn on the TV to watch the NFL honors yeah. just while, you know, they're sipping their wine at home or something or, you know, just getting done with work, just wanted to watch something on TV. You click on your remote, there's the NFL honors. The players don't look like they want to be there. Why would that fan want to watch that? You're going back to your marketing hat. Put your marketing hat on. Why would the why would fans want to watch something that the players aren't interested in? They wouldn't. They, they don't. wouldn't. I, my only argument is is Football doesn't need like better brand exposure. Well, the depending. NFL doesn't. Exposure, no. Yeah, but you know, like most image. People, yes, the NFL could probably use like some image work. Yeah, Ob- I mean, obviously, it's a violent game. And so it's, if yeah. you if you have your players, your star players, who everyone, even casual fans, are probably going to know. Yeah. Right. Besides, I mean, your team got really lucky. Right. Luck had nothing to do with it, my friend. Sure. Um, you know, it, it's just, I think if the NFL, you obviously can't make these players do anything. You can't make someone do something, especially when the players have earned their right to be in the NFL, they're attending these NFL honors. But it's just an image thing. It's a marketing thing. If your players don't look like they want to be there, don't, maybe have it after the Super Bowl or something. I think they should do it after the Super Bowl anyways because right. it's a distraction for the people that actually 
Well, it's kind of like the Pro Bowl. It's like doing in between. It's like right. why? Like you're just but trying no to cared. fill in. I understand why they do it before too, because no one's going to care after. No. Um, my only counterpoint is, and this is just to play devil's advocate, is the way social media is now and the way the world is. These players don't need a award show or the NFL themselves to market them. Right. If it's yeah. about them, sure. And even the teams. I mean, they're, they're on TikTok every day. They're mm-hmm. on Twitter. There's. So, if you have a favorite team, you can find them on any platform, and you can get content from them, and you they have the exposure you're going to want. The, 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 I understand what yeah. you're saying, and it's not necessarily that you're wrong. That's just a it's a it's a counterpoint uh-huh. just for the sake of argument, right? And I think the NFL season as a whole this year had enough moments where there were marketable moments, and yeah. there maybe not so much. You know, yeah. some players had some incredible plays. Yep. There were some incredible moments this year, but there were also some pretty negative ones. The season this far, Jake, and now that it's done, I think we can arguably say there was some awful officiating um, just with games all across the league. I don't know if you saw a lot of that. I know you love refs, Nick, but... Yeah, the refs are my favorite (laughs) position on the field at all times. They were Um, just reading the script. Yeah, Yeah. the the, the script. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just there was a lot of terrible calls. I I just... It's not that I disagree. It's just I, um, I don't... Make it about the refs anymore. I don't like to, no. but I felt like it was way more prevalent this year than even the past like two or three years. There were moments this year where you're like, really? Like it's going to, that is that, really? I can't think of any specific examples off the top of my head, but I hope someone out there listening as we're talking about this yeah. thinks of something that happened to their team this year. Yeah. Like... Um, one for me, when the Bears were playing the Dolphins and they were driving down the field in a two-minute drill, Justin Fields threw a deep ball to Chase Claypool where he was draped around. I remember that one. He yeah, was yeah, draped yeah. around by um, um, one of their corners. The rookie. And yeah. the, the ref was standing right there, no flag. Yeah. No call. Bears turn it over on fourth down. Yeah. You know that that affects games. You yeah, know? the Bears wouldn't have had the first overall pick net, which which is good. Which is good. Yeah, it's good they didn't call it. But I mean, Jake, it's a pride thing. I know. You know. You know. Oh, I'm not. I'm in no way advocating not, for losing. The Bears did not win a game since that Patriots game, which is hilarious. Thanks. Yeah. I'm saying it. I was like, damn. The Jets also lost their last like six or seven games. You went against the coin, Jake. Yeah, I that's did. that's yeah. time for another yeah. episode, though. But I just, you know, finishing up our thoughts regarding the past NFL season. You know, are we surprised by any award winners? I don't think so. Um, you know, I think not really. I, I think everything panned out exactly how how people. Most of those are pretty set in stone. Yeah. Yeah. By the end of the season, you can have you know maybe it'll be a close race here, but yeah. In general, everyone's pretty aware of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially since the people that reported are the people that are voting on it. Yes. So, I mean, they're pretty much well aware of what's going on. They know what's going to happen yeah. before it actually does. No, it's definitely not a perfect season. The NFL is not a perfect league. Um, but it's the most profitable business in our country, possibly. Yeah, it is. Um, so, and it, yeah, and if it's not number one, it's pretty definitely damn close. There. Yeah. Maybe besides, like, the government. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, or I don't know what Amazon's numbers look like in just the U.S., but that's a right. global thing. That's global. And just the U.S., and the NFL's up there. It's a corporation. It's a business. And they're branching out internationally, too. Yep. You know? Oh, big time. Big time. Especially yep. next season, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, but speaking of international leagues mm-hmm. and popular in the 
in the U.S. Yeah. The NBA trade deadline, Jake. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is a son. Yeah. Well, he's been a son. He talks about his mom all the time. <laughs> he's oh, a, do you mean a Phoenix he son? He is a Phoenix son he's, now, he's a He's a gaseous star. He is, yes. He's been a star for a while, too. Yeah. He was in the Lone Star State for school. He did. Yeah, he went yeah. to Texas. Yeah. From the DMV. Hook him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just hit horns down. He just, he just, <laughs> he just did horns down, which um, neither of us are Texans fans. But that's yeah, funny. no, the Kev- the Kevin Durant thing is, I mean, it was pretty much inevitable after the Kyrie Irving deal. I mean, I mean he's been asking for a trade since the offseason anyways. Yeah. And I believe he literally just walked in and was like, trade me to the Suns. I don't know. I, I thought I read that somewhere where he was just like, okay, guys, this is done. I'm going to the Suns, or that's it. And they were I don't like, know all how right. that all worked out. I don't but know, but I mean... The Suns also wanted him. They have a new ownership now, and he was like, get me Kevin Durant right yep. now. Yep. Um, new ownership that actually cares. Actually, so far cares. Well, right. so far, and yeah, we don't have to get into their ownership. But So it's Kevin Durant and TJ Warren go to the Suns, yep. and the Nets get Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, and some Juan Pablo Vallette. I don't know who that is. And then a total of seven picks, five first and two second. And then there's also Jay Crowder goes to the Bucks. Uh, a couple other players, the Pacers Damn, get a bunch Jay of... Jay Crowder? Yeah. I mean, he hasn't yeah. played all year. He specifically didn't want to play. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the Suns starting lineup is very good, but yeah. losing Michael Bridges... I mean, even though Jay Crowder hasn't played, he's still valuable. Mm-hmm. Losing Crowder, Johnson, and, and Bridges, who are all wings, all Did play defense... Did the Suns trade for Bridges last season? No, they, they drafted him. They... Oh, Actually, he, he has a brother then? No. That's just Charlotte? a different Miles. Dude, we just don't we don't like him. Different bridges. He he he, he does some bad stuff. I know he's he does some really he does bad, some bad stuff. stuff. Uh, no, they, I don't think no they're relation. related. Okay. They actually got I believe they got drafted the same year. So okay. Michael Bridges played at Villanova. Yeah. Got drafted by the oh, Sixers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. it was like I was like they did it. They nailed it and they then they the traded Sixers. him. Yeah. They well not even that. He was just perfect for what they needed. Mm-hmm. The perfect 3 and D and he's He's efficient. He's a 50, 40, 90 guy almost. Yeah. Um, and so, and then they traded him for uh, Zaire Smith and uh, some other future pick. And yeah. Zaire Smith played like 12 games for the Sixers and like isn't in the NBA anymore. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and and they asked my, the, my favorite part about this is they asked Michael Bridges about it. And he was like, yeah, you're getting Kevin Durant. I'd probably make that trade, too. <laughs> like, like, they're like, how do you feel about this? He's like, it's Kevin Durant. It's Kevin Durant. I think his exact words were, it's Kevin Durant, bro. I would do it, too. <laughs> um, um, biggest so, biggest trade deadline deal, Mo Bamba to the Lakers. Yeah, so the, the Lakers in general um, did a couple things. They did. Mo Bamba, they got, they got rid of Pat Bev. They got rid of Russell Westbrook, a couple separate trades. They got And they got rid of Thomas Bryant. They unloaded a bunch of players. I... Thomas Bryant and Pat Bev were in the same deal, I believe. I could be wrong. They're, these four-week trades get so crazy, Nick, that it's hard to actually keep track of Trades in the NBA are we're just gonna, so difficult to We're just going to do a, here's where they went. They're yep. gone. Yep. So the Lakers get D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, and Mo Bamba. And Mo Bamba. And I think there's another random player, Davion Reed or Devon Reed. Devon Reed? Yeah, Devon Reed, like yeah. a random. I think, yeah. But all they give up is Pat Bev... Uh, so a few f- future seconds and Russell Westbrook, which yeah. it, it, it kind of gets rid of the clunkiness of their team. They had a bunch of, I don't want to say ball dominant, but Russell Westbrook's best with the ball in his hands. They didn't Pat have the shooters guard. that they needed. Yeah. And did and they add a lot of shooters? No, not in the trade deadline, but they added some. They added I what mean, they, they needed. I, Russell's a shooter. Right. Luke Beasley is a lethal shooter. Yep. 
uh, Jared Vanderbilt, not so much a shooter, but he he offensively he can do what Thomas Bryant does. Yes. But also his defensive versatility and doesn't have to play the five, but can play the five. But can also play. He's not a shooter, but he can right. play perimeter oriented if you need him to. Yep. Um, and then uh, Mo Bamba can shoot. Mm-hmm. He's not a shooter, I would say. No, but, but th- he, he can. has the ability to. Yes. Which is good because you can play him next to Anthony Davis. Let Anthony Davis work in the post where he is one of the best in the league. Yep. Um. So I I think it's I think it'll help the clunkiness of the team. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about hope. I don't really care if the Lakers win anything. Well, but, no, neither do I. But, but I mean, just for the, just the, sake, for the sake of, yeah. of the team, you know. Because the thing with the West is they're not far. I mean, they're like six games under five hundred. Yeah. But the, with the play-in, they're only the like, Jazz are a game under five hundred. They're like four or five games out, and yeah. that's it. Seems like a lot, but is it? It's not. Not, not with the right not, team. Not with how the West is right now. Right. No. Not no with way. LeBron and AD. Which, by the way, LeBron's, this is a sidebar, but he's out right now. He's like, oh, I have a foot thing. It's sore. I don't know when it's going to get better. Yeah. Um, the, day, the day after I break the scoring record. Right. Which we, LeBron, yeah. he he broke the scoring record last week. He did, yeah. It was literally the, the day we released it. It happened. Uh-huh. And I was right, by the way. You were right. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was hoping he was going to do it against the Bucks when they were in L.A. And he didn't even play in and that game. didn't even play in yeah. that game. Um, luckily, Kareem was there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, thirty six. I mean, he as soon as I saw him with the uh, the beats or whatever they were that had the number the thirty eight thousand three hundred eighty eight. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, it's happening, it's tonight. happening tonight. He can't wear that. He needed thirty six. Six. And he, he got so it. he had he had twenty at half. Yeah, and I was in bed because it's, it's a West Coast game. Yeah. So I stayed on Tuesday. I, I did too. I got out of bed. So I was checking it. I was on my phone, oh, Twitter, doing okay. stuff. And then I, I come back and check, and there's four minutes in the third quarter, and it says he has 30. And I was like, all right, got right out of bed, went and turned on my TV, and I watched it. It was, uh, it was a really cool moment. My favorite is how he ended his speech. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, oh, here's all these things happening, and thanks. Uh, Fuck, man. Thank you, guys. Fuck, man. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah. It was the most relatable the most relatable thing ever. He was like, I can't even think about this right now. Yeah. It's just, it's just incredible. It's just... Fuck it, man. Yeah, fuck. Oh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> thanks, thanks, everybody. It was thanks, great. Everyone. It was the most relatable thing of all time. It's like, you, you have so many emotions running through your head, and you're like, I don't... Sp- Speak words well. Like I'm, you have, you have the president of the United States congratulating you for breaking the scoring record yeah. and all that. And then after you immediately do it, you're just like, man. All right, man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm done. It's like, yeah, yeah. In that moment, I would also have a brain fart. Right. Like, yeah. I would not. I wouldn't know what to even think. He has so many people to thank and so many things to be thankful for. Yeah. I mean, he did. He, and it, he made a really nice post for his wife after, yeah. which he, he was like, you know, she's like the real like scoring and, and champion. So, yeah, I, just on a brief, and I don't want to get into a whole debate. We about, still have a lot of trade deadline to talk. Yeah, about. yeah, we do. I don't want to get into a whole debate about LeBron and Michael, but it's it's. I just want to say, like, put out the respect for LeBron yep. for what he's done in his career. Just give him a quick little good job. The amount of pre- he has more pressure put on him than. Any player in NBA history, I don't even think it's close. From the second he's drafted, not the, before he was before drafted. he was drafted, before yeah, he was drafted. he was anointed the king of basketball before he even stepped a foot out of his high school gymnasium. Yep, and what he's done for the game of basketball for three separate cities. Not yeah. that the Lakers really need much help, no. but he changed the trajectory of the Miami. He he completely reinvented the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, this what he's done for the state of Ohio and the Cleveland area. Yeah, is the school. The school. That's insane. Uh, he his mom had him when he was sixteen years old. He never had a dad. Like right. And now he's a he's a, from all 
intense purposes for what we can tell. He's a good father. He's a good husband. He married his high school sweetheart. Way better father than, than his Michael Jordan was. And, and yeah, and, and and that's not shout out Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> and it's not even oh right. <laughs> and, and and it's that's not about the basketball, but it's just kind of people give LeBron a lot of shit because he is corny and he, he does some corny and he, things and he can be like. Look at me, whatever, and right. he tries he to insert can, he himself. He's pretty rude sometimes, and and, and, you know, and he's not perfect, but he no. he's made a significant impact on the world with what he's done, and right and, with his adv- advocacy, yeah. with his you know just being a father, Brent, being he, a good he made example. all his friends. He got all his friends rich with him, yep. and they built a business together. And it's just, he's yeah. a loyal he's a loyal man, and he hasn't handled everything perfectly. But I just wanted to who would. Who would? No, no one would. No one no would one. handle everything no. perfectly. No, and so that's just. Any, but from he's never really gotten in trouble, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Right. Um, say my piece. Um, so the only, I mean, the funniest uh, trade deadline so was John Wall getting traded back to the Rockets John a day Wall, after he shit on the entire Rockets organization the, for an entire year when he was there. He just hated his time. It was two years. Two years. He spent. He didn't play for two years. Damn. Part of it was injury. Yeah. But then he was just like. I don't care. I'm making like, forty I million. I hate I all of you. I don't care about this place. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. And then he immediately gets traded back there. Yeah. Love it. And it's it's just terrific. hate it for him. Love it for him though. I would hate to be Jalen Green or like Kevin Porter Jr. right now, and you're just sitting yeah. there like, oh no. Yeah, we got him back. He's <laughs> <laughs> coming in angry. Uh, Luke Kennard goes to the Grizzlies in that deal, which I think helps the Grizz. Um, I think they need it to get. They the unloaded. Now. I mean, they only gave up Danny Green in like a future second. Yeah. And had shooting. He's not. He's not the defensive player that Danny Green is. But I mean, he he can shoot. I don't think that. I don't think the Grizzlies need that though. Shooters. I think the, I think the defense. No, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. The shooting helps them. Uh-huh. John Moran isn't a great shooter. Who's their center? They drafted a couple years ago. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. But yes. they also have Stephen Adams. Yes. So yeah, Jaron Jackson kind of plays the four, but uh-huh. and he can shoot. And he can shoot. Mm-hmm. Right. You have enough defense in the in the in the post where you know you can. You yeah. can rely on, yeah. you know, losing some defense out. Yeah, their the defense perimeter. is so good. Yeah, um, and then the a little a little selfish one here. Jalen McDaniels getting traded to the Sixers. Mm-hmm. They offload him to T. Stiebel, a couple second round picks, including their one this year. Um, but I like the addition of Jalen McDaniels. I loved Thibel at the pick of Thibel when they took him because of how good he is defensively. But he, his offense, he's been there what four, three, four years now. Three years, I three. Think. Yeah, and he hasn't improved offensively. At all, he, yeah. he he has made zero strides, and he's not doing what they need him to do. I think Jalen McDaniels will be better at doing that. And with Matisse Thybul, and we talked about this on our own a couple times. Yep. Um, when Tyrus Maxey came back from injury this year, uh, Ty uh, Thibel's entire stock on that team plummeted. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the the addition of Melton, who is a very good defensive guard, exactly right. Kind of helped with that also. Mm-hmm. The addition of Melton, um, they just didn't need him. Yeah, no, so and then and then Yang's been sh- sh- playing so well offensively. He's not a great defender, but he's been shooting so well. It's hard to keep him off the court. George, yeah, yeah. George and Yang, yeah. Um, Josh Hart gets thrown to the Knicks in that. Cam Reddish to the Blazers. A couple other small players, but and by the way, Thibel's also going to the Blazers in that deal. He's not going to the Hornets. Okay, it's a fourteen deal. Yeah, um, which I don't hate for the Blazers. They have no defense with their guards. No. So, I mean, it's kind of a win-win for both teams. Um, the only other real major deal... Um, Kevin Knox, baby. Yeah, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Knox. <laughs> oh, uh, Mike Conley to the Timberwolves in that... The, the in that Russell, yeah. In that and then trade. Russell Westbrook to the Jazz, but he's going to get... 
bought out. The Jazz are going to buy them out. Yep. Which I mean, you and I are thinking the Bulls, right? That, the, that's what everyone's the saying. They're the front runners. Yeah. yeah. Which is just hilarious. It's I hilarious. mean, the, the amount of names they have. What the Chicago Bulls are doing right now is and like none of them are jump shooters. It's great. No. Like they have enough talent on yeah. that team and a good coach. I would argue Billy Donovan's a good coach. I would say so. Yeah. Where they should not be where they are right now. They're just mediocrity. Incarnate. Yeah, well, I mean, they're injured. All everyone on the team's injured. Everyone gets Levine's injured. injured. Right. I think the Rosen this time. Lonzo hasn't played in like. But a year I saw and a half. something. I follow Caruso broke his wrist. I follow Bears people on Twitter, and they're obviously going to tweet about the Bulls during yeah. the winter time. And they're saying how like Levine doesn't like he doesn't get along with Donovan, but the rest of the locker room does. So there's just like. So much drama and like I don't no. care. I don't, I don't. That sounds about right. Like you have so much talent, you're wasting it all. Yeah, and it's just, it's a shame. Yeah, good old Bulls. But the only other deal that really matters is the the four way the Wiseman, Payton, Sadiq Bay. Yeah, yeah. George Payton the second that finally got through like, yep. yesterday. Yeah, I mean he. They apparently just they were just giving him uh, what are they called Corderall shots or whatever physicals. Yeah. yeah, well they were giving him shots and be like play through your abdomen injury, but they were like giving him actual shots before before every game. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. And then they lied to the Warriors about it. But uh, Wiseman to the Pistons. The, there's kind of a uh, positionally, I understand he has a lot of talent. And the Pistons are up and coming, and they're really just tanking at this point for Victor. See, that's the other thing. Right. Is we. You and I have talked about this before where it's, you know, they get Wiseman, they had Stewart, they have Durant, Duran, who they've all been playing well, and they all they're trying to do is get Victor. But maybe this is a fallback of if they don't win the lottery, they have a center. It's it's just a positionally, I understand basketball's becoming positionless, but those guys are all just fives. I think that was a trend. Yeah. I think it's going to go back to seeing, you're going to see positions in basketball here pretty soon. I, it was the the Embiid and Jokic have revived the centers. They've revived yeah. what a center can be. You know, you, a center isn't what a center used to be. But no, a yeah. center can shoot threes from the perimeter if yeah. he wants to. Yeah, but yeah. none of those guys are really shooters, so it's no. just like a. But you're gonna start seeing younger kids coming up. I mean, we could talk about that next week too. And they might just be. I mean, at this point, it's, it's just an asset. Maybe yes. I think they can turn them around, and yeah. we don't know the contract situation. Just but, put a body on the floor, and, and then can... Sadiq Bay is a great defender and a great shooter, and he's young, and he's on a very cheap contract right now. Yep. Because I he was a sec, I believe he was a second round pick, or a late. Sadiq Bay, I can't remember. Because he didn't. I think he was a second round pick. Yeah. He played at Villanova, but he was like one of those played three four years become a role player type like Brunson almost. Right. Um. He's very good defensively. So the Hawks, I mean, Trey Young really isn't a good defender at all. No. Very bad no. at def- defense, I'd you say. Think he, you think he's going to be there long term? I don't know. I don't he's, think he will. He's one of the most polarizing players to me. Yeah. Because he, he is talented, but he he his percentages are not good. Like, he does not take good shots. He just doesn't. He doesn't shoot well. I mean, he can shoot, but his pers- he just takes bad shots, and he's... I don't know. I, I don't... It, it's almost like uh, it's almost like Isaiah Thomas to the me. The IQ is there, yeah, but the decision making is not. Yeah, and it's frustrating because you have it's the problem it's with the NBA, right, Jake? Yeah, is that you have all these talented players who are the best in the world, the best players in the world for basketball. Yeah, play in the NBA. Yes, and why you try to play hero ball all the time? Not hero ball might not be the the best term for it, but I, I know what you're saying. I mean, usage rates are. Through the roof in the yes. NBA right now. Right. Should should the NBA schedule change? Should 
We can, I, gonna... I, yeah, I've read. We can get to that at a different time. I've read things about uh, uh, the trends where this is the time for expansion. Mm-hmm. That when it's happened two times previously, that the offensive numbers jumped to these heights because the talent pool has gotten so much better due to exposure. I want that we need to right. expand, but that's a that's a separate conversation. Um, that's pretty. I mean, that, those are the main. That's the main thing. We're 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 getting close on time here. I don't want to stretch us out too long. Right. Um, so be prepared next week. We're going to talk a lot more about the NBA. Um, Next week, we're going to react to the NBA All-Star Game for a couple minutes. Not really too excited about that. I mean, yeah, everyone's um, injured and leaving. And, and then we're going to go really in-depth into the NBA season and everything that's happened so far with, you know, we're going to give the trade deadline a week to see, you know, how these players turn out first week on their new teams. We'll bring our laser pointers. Yep. <laughs> um and then we're also going to talk some college ball, too, because yep. we have been omitting that. I, I haven't paid attention to college yeah. basketball at all. Well, just with everything going on with the Super Bowl and the NFL. Zach Eady. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, our disappointment in Syracuse. At least my disappointment in Syracuse. No, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, an ex, it's, it's expected, but it's definitely a disappointment. And Georgetown basketball, but that's just Trash. kind of expected. Yep. So um, next week, NBA, college basketball, um, men's and women's. I'm going to talk about women's basketball, too, because that okay. shit is fun to yep. watch. In college. I love Don Staley. It is fun to watch women's basketball. I had, the other day, I was making dinner, real quick before we end, and on the TV was South Carolina and... Uh, uh, they just played LSU. The game before. Okay. Or maybe it was LSU. They were like one and three. But just it was, shit was so much fun to watch. I mean, those girls got crazy on the court. And I mean, they're getting more ta- I mean, they're getting more talent to do. It's how yes. it goes. Yeah. And I'm excited to talk about that next week. But, Jake, I think that's going to do it for this episode. That's all we got time for today, yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, We're going to try to put up some stuff on YouTube. We're going to try to get some shorts together, start figuring that out. We'll plug that on our socials when we get the chance. Um, So just follow us on Twitter for any updates. We're going to try to keep everything posted through there for the most part. Absolutely. So thanks, y'all. Thank you.